This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Today we'll be talking about revealing anxiety's many faces. It isn't about what the label of it is. The root of all of this is very much the same. And the work that needs to be done to clear or to overcome or to treat or to recover from whatever words you want to use to get over to, I like the word clear, to clear your anxiety, whether it's the a panic disorder, agoraphobia, OCD, PTSD, whatever label you are using or specific label that you identify with, it it's good to know that so that you can understand it, but your work is going to be the same. That's why we can all gather together and do this together because the root of this is the same, so our way to overcome it is the same. And so let's get going on what the different types are and see where you fall and know that we can all work on this together. The first one that comes up is panic disorder and agoraphobia. And this is a person who has the fear, they've had a panic attack and then they have a fear that um, uh, the panic attacks are going to continue and that this panic attack is going to disable them. It's going to make them faint. Um, it's going to kill them, right? This is a very real fear. It's going to make you go crazy. It'll make you faint and so on. Those are those very deep fears and uh, they're extremely strong. And in response, we the person will go to great lengths to avoid having a panic attack. And this can mean avoiding all kinds of ordinary things that we would do in a regular day. It can also mean uh, overcompensating. This is something we don't talk about too much. We, we hear a lot about the avoidance, avoiding the theater or avoiding the car if, if you had a panic attack driving and the like. But something that I see a lot of, and I have also saw a lot of this with eating disordered clients, who, by the way, are extremely anxious and mostly have panic and anxiety, but 
there's carrying objects. There's things that you take with you for your protection or that are going to keep you secure. It, it's very much the water bottle. Um, a lot of people, it's food. I had that, or I felt like if I had a protein bar in my purse um, or or a sandwich before there were protein bars, um, that I felt more secure that that was going to save me. And nowadays it's the cell phone. Like if you don't have your cell phone with you, oh my God, something horrible will happen because it's the cell phone that is going to keep you connected and safe. And so this also can distract us from what's actually going on, right? The actual feeling of panic, the scared feeling, the fear. And so we want, so what happens is, is we get distracted from what's actually going on and we are focused more on the little protection object. And although that may be sometimes helpful, it, we need to still uncover the feelings and we need to deal with those. And we do this and we, it makes our panic and anxiety less when we deal with it. Let's, you know, so and let me just discuss the agoraphobia for a minute. That would be the person who is now so disabled from doing regular daily activities that they are um, in their home mostly. They are have great fears of being too far from their home. Again, these are all on continuums. Where you fall on that, you may be able to go 10 miles from your home. You may be able to only go uh, from your bedroom to the living room. There's, uh, you know, all kinds of ways or ways places that you can fall on this continuum. So be gentle with yourself. That's not the point. No matter, even if you're really, really, really bad, you can get beyond this. You can clear this out of your life. I have done it myself. I have seen it done by hundreds of people, if not thousands. And I have worked with thousands of people between eating disorders and anxiety and watched people make miraculous changes in their lives by doing these simple things that revolve around the wonderful work of people like Claire Weeks, uh, around the mindfulness, around slowing down. This is amazing what our brains can do and change as an organ and our minds, our thinking is such a big part of that. We want to remember that. So matters not where you fall on those continuums. You too can clear this panic disorder, agoraphobia, or any of the others we're going to mention in a moment. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. 
OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Moving along, we can talk about social anxiety disorder. I get a lot of questions with people wanting to know the differences. Um, they want to split hairs. Well, that you're talking about, uh, you're talking about agoraphobia. Does that also, would this help me to, to do the things that you're talking about for that person. So I want to be really clear here and say all of the work that we do to clear anxiety, panic, PTSD is for everyone. It, there isn't one thing you do for fear of flying and another thing that you do for social anxiety. The root is the same. Where your roots have popped up is completely different for each person. That has a lot to do with our temperament, our environment, and where our first fears arose. So just let go of some of the need to fit yourself into a particular box. If we open ourselves up a little bit more, I think that we can clear this even more quickly because we have the ability to use all of our tools versus continually searching for the exact one for your exact disorder. They, this work that we do is for everyone. Even if you just have stress, if you have a highly stressful life, these things that we do can be, can keep you from getting fried, from getting too much in the nervous disorder, right? So just give it a try. Open up. Social anxiety would be the person who is, you know, afraid. Obviously, public speaking would fall in their stage fright. People who just feel others are going to judge them or they feel extremely inadequate and um, they go to great lengths. A lot of people have those feelings, but they still go out and live their life. But when you have those feelings and you start to make your life smaller and smaller, hoping that avoiding uh, social situations will save you from embarrassment or public humiliation. So that's when it becomes social anxiety or a social anxiety, quote, disorder. So it's about it's about where you fall on that continuum again, right? You can have those feelings, but still go out and live your life. Or you can have those feelings and little by little start avoiding. Uh, first, you avoid public speaking, and then you avoid meetings, and then you avoid work, right? It just makes, because it doesn't go away. There is no place where it stops. You keep getting smaller and smaller. That's why it's important that we work on this. Another one would be specific phobias. A lot of people have very specific phobias, such as fear of flying, like I mentioned earlier, or um, fear of heights or 
there's some very specific ones. Blood is a big one. The fear of vomiting is a big one. So those are very specific phobias. And these two can be relieved. These can be cleared. You don't need to avoid those things in order to live your life and feel comfortable. You can actually get through them and have it not be a phobia any longer. Some other ones are um, OCD is another thing that comes up a lot. And this is very intrusive uh, thoughts, unwelcome thoughts, extreme to the place where we call them obsessions and they're very persistent um, very upsetting and what happens is with the obsessive compulsive disorder there's fears that these thoughts won't stop Um, and there's uh, different things that people try to do to make it stop by um, Washing of hands, if you think that if it's about a germ, right? Checking. Checking is a big one. Um, Checking to see that the door was locked. Going to work and thinking the door was unlocked. Going back. Back and back and back. And this really, again, can fall on the continuum of you lose your job because you can't get there. Because you're continually going home five, six, seven times to see if the door's locked. Or maybe it's just the intrusive thought while you're at work that's tormenting you that did I leave the door unlocked? So again, there's a, but we all need to do the same work no matter how difficult or how light your um, phobias or your fears or your obsessions are. There's generalized anxiety disorder. Again, they, these have all been split time and time again. And probably if we talked next year, there would be new categories and new, very specific uh, titles. And none of that matters. What matters is that you do the work to let your mind and body get the message that you're not in danger. And we'll talk about that in a second. But generalized anxiety disorder, again, that would be somebody who, you know, a wide variety of, of problems. You're, that's somebody who's really stressed and highly consumed with worry and thinking that the fear and the worry is going to kill you, that you're going to have a nervous breakdown. This is the fear of the nervous breakdown. Uh, and it's all day, every day. You can't stop thinking. Um, you can't stop thinking about these things. And so what we need to do there is to disrupt some of this worry and disrupt these thoughts, just like we do in compulsive thinking and obsessive thinking. So the work is the same. There's uh, PTSD, again, as an extreme form and is, is um, formed in a different way. It's, you know, when you've been witness to or have actually experienced life-threatening danger. And um, this is the fear and the thoughts that are very powerful reminders. And it comes up over and over again. And that these people begin to think that they are going to lose control in their life or that they are going to become mentally ill because of these these thoughts and the symptoms, the physical symptoms that come up with all of the anxiety and panic. So, You know, how do we eliminate, clear, overcome, or recover from all of these various faces, these terrifying faces of anxiety? Number one, we understand that we are experiencing fear in the absence of danger. We're having fear responses when we're in a safe situation. 
and our body goes into fight, flight, or freeze mode, and everything is pumping out. All the hormones are racing, the adrenaline, the heart's pumping, the thoughts feed on that because now we're afraid again. We're feeling, we're afraid of the physical symptoms now that we have. So it, it's a loop. Fear, adrenaline, fear, adrenaline. It's this loop and we can interrupt this loop. And that's what we work on when, and that's what I'm talking about when we all can do it together. And how do we do that? I'm going to use Claire Weeks' words to, we face it, what's going on. We face the fear. We face the situation. We accept it. This is a tough one. The acceptance part is hard. And we will do, um, actually, our next podcast will go deeply into face, accept, float, and letting time pass. I like to use Claire Weeks's words. I have another one that I like, which is called Rain, and I've done specific uh, podcasts on that. But w- next podcast will be completely about face, accept, float, and letting time pass, which is Claire Weeks's uh, terminology for recognizing the experience that's happening and allowing it. And floating, floating is the thing that people have the toughest time with. And um, they they tell me that they can't understand what it means to float. So just, we'll, I'll say it briefly and then we'll get more into it in the next podcast. Because it's worth repeating over and over because when you can get this, you're on your way out. To float does not mean to be comfortable and at ease with the triggering situation. It doesn't mean that you get into the elevator and you're comfortable. To float means that you are willing to get in the elevator with the panic, with the feelings, the emotions, the adrenaline, the fear, and to stay with the situation, simply breathing and accepting what's happening accepting the discomfort until the discomfort and the anxiety pass. When you can do this, this begins the process of the disconnection of the situation or the thought, because often it's not a situation that's causing you distress. It could be just your thought. But this process, this is, begins the process of disconnection of the situation or the thought from being in a dangerous situation. We finally tease those two apart and we do that by floating. And then as Claire Weeks would say, we let time pass because time is one of the very big elements in this healing process. So come back next time in a couple of days and uh, that episode 200 and we'll have um, that whole episode on face accept, float, and letting time pass, as Claire Weeks would say. Before I close, I wanted to read the quote for today. And this is by Sonia Riccardi. Accept what is, let go of what was, and have faith in what will be. Sonia Riccardi. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, Be well and aloha. 
Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.